Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Hey everyone, it's Sherry Stahl, host of the Soul H2O radio and podcast show. I'm so excited you've tuned in for today's episode, Traveling Through. We're going to talk about getting stuck and learn how to travel through hard times. It's seriously my life's mission to help people not get stuck in the desert and guide them to the way out. I'm going to share some really powerful truths that can change the course of your life to become all that God has purposed for you to be. Download one of the Soul H2O journal pages to make some notes and help you dive deep into the teaching segment to quench your spiritual thirst. They can be found on today's show notes at soulh2o.com slash 70. Our inbox talk this week comes all the way from the Philippines. Holly, a longtime subscriber on the blog, who is now happy to listen in through the MyJoy Radio app on the other side of the world, said, Sherry, thank you so much for the devotions. Holly, if you're listening to this one, no, it's now my turn to say thanks. There's a lot to cover in order to help you get unstuck. So let's dive into today's Soul H2O devotion so you can get refreshed. Stupid, funny videos are what keeps us laughing during a rough day at work, when kids are mean on the bus ride, or when times are tough at home. I watched a funny video the other day about people getting stuck in strange places, which, if you know anything about YouTube, that one video, it led to a second and then a third, and, well, you know how the YouTube video vortex works. After about a half an hour laughing at people locked in positions because of their stupidity or really bad luck, I thought I should just share a few of their most spectacular situations that people got themselves into. The most obscure situation had to be this Texas teen. She was really tired after a hot soccer game playing in the southern sun. This young lady somehow woke up from the long drive home all twisted up in the seatbelt, and the more they tried to get her out, the tighter the belt got. Police came and tried to get her and were about to cut the seatbelt when the firefighters arrived on the scene with a special tool that unlocks seatbelt mechanisms. And after maneuvering her all around, lifting her up and around, a team finally got this girl unstuck. Another U.S. teen from Alabama had a propensity to get stuck. She decided to pull a prank on her friend and put on the head of a purple dinosaur costume. I think you know what the show might have been from. But anyways, she thought that she would scare her friend, but the real scare came when her head got stuck inside the dinosaur costume and time started ticking away. As you can imagine, breathing inside a purple dinosaur head isn't the easiest, especially when you know you're stuck inside. Again, after hours and assistance from others, they removed the head and she was free. But they did find out that this same girl had been stuck in a park baby swing for about an hour just a couple of years previous to this. Now that's one stuck girl. The scariest situation on the video happened to a group of amusement park ride lovers. Well, maybe former ride lovers. 
And there might be a theme here, but this group was having the time of their lives on the flying dinosaur ride at Universal Studios in Japan when the ride seized up and they were stuck 60 to 90 feet in the air, hanging upside down for hours until the staff was able to safely get them out. Now, how scary is that one? You can get stuck in so many places. I think one of the most common places to get stuck in is the past. In Isaiah chapter 43, God declared to his people that he is doing a new thing. He said, don't cling to the events of the past or dwell on what happened long ago. Watch for the new thing. I'm going to do it. It's happening already. Can you see it now? He then went on to say, I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. God makes a way for you to walk on. You have to travel on the road that he provides or you're just going to stay stuck in the past, not realizing all the great new good things that God has in store for your life. I think this was a major factor in why the Israelites got stuck in the desert for 40 long years. They kept looking to their past and reimagining that it was better than their current situation. This faulty mindset kept them bound to the bondage of a slavery mentality. They couldn't break free into the promised land God had for them because their minds were stuck in the past, and this caused them to get stuck in their present desert circumstance. Deuteronomy 1 verse 2 tells us that the journey the Israelites had to make in the desert should have only taken them about 11 days. We know that they wandered around the dry and dusty desert for 40 long years. Exodus 13, 17 tells us why God didn't lead them on the quick route to the promised land. They weren't ready to face all the enemies in the promised land. And sadly, because of their slavery mindset, their rebellion and sinful behavior, the Israelites stayed stuck in the desert. So how do you travel through the desert, out of your past, and into God's promises? Well, you're going to have to come back after the break to find out how. But for now, I hope you're being encouraged to keep going by the words in this week's music pick song, Make a Way by the band I Am They. You brought me to the desert so you could be my. Nourish your faith with your favorite Bible teachers whenever you can. Connect to your global community wherever you are. And worship with an uplifting mix of today's top artists however you want. Download the MyJoy Radio app right now and never mute out your favorite songs, stories, or scriptures ever again. It's free and grants you unlimited access to on-demand programs and podcasts and in-app Bible and Joy Radio's 24-hour live stream. Get the MyJoy Radio app today in iTunes and the Google Play Store. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Back in 2009, I attended a ladies' retreat for our denomination in Niagara Falls. Normally, I loved going to these events, but I was in a rough place that year. 
I was stuck in an unhealthy marriage because of some unhealthy rules I'd been taught, and my life was a mess. But I was trying to keep it all a secret. I wasn't trying to keep a secret, you know, in a desire to deceive anyone, but because I was often reminded of a scripture taken out of context, and that misconception warped my view of being able to share my problems with others in case it might make someone else look bad. I was okay sharing my screw-ups, but not the issues others were doing. That was until my breaking point. Jessica DeSabatino was the preacher for this retreat, and I never knew how much God was going to use one of her messages to help me get through the next very difficult days and years of my life. Jess preached a killer sermon on Psalm 23, and the notes in my Bible are a tribute to their impact. In the sidelines of my old NIV study Bible that's completely fallen apart and missing a part of Genesis somehow, you can read the handwritten note in the margin that says, The valley is not a place to pitch a tent in. It's a place for walking through. If you want to learn how to travel through the desert, out of your past, and into God's promises, then I think Jess DeSabatino was on to something. Psalm 23 provides a great roadmap for your desert journey. This chapter was written by the most famous psalmist, King David, and he knew what it was like to journey for decades through the desert. So let's remind ourselves what he said in Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for His name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord my whole life long. I'm going to break Psalm 23 down almost verse by verse to help you see the clear route to travel through the desert, out of your past and into God's promises. In verse 1, David says, God is my shepherd, and explains to people what this means to him through the rest of the verses in this chapter. A shepherd's main duty, their goal, is to guide the sheep to green pasture. God is always guiding you, no matter what the terrain looks like under your feet, whether it's soft and luscious like a well-watered garden, prickly like a dried-out lawn by the end of July, wet like when you're walking along the water, or dusty when you're trudging through the hot desert sand. No matter what your path looks like right now, God wants to guide you, and just like a shepherd guides his sheep, sometimes you have to walk through difficult places to get to the green pastures. In verse 1, David also says, I lack nothing. 2 Peter 1 verse 3 assures you that God's divine power has given you everything you need for a godly life. Girl, you've got what it takes, and don't listen to anyone that says you don't, because God has confirmed it in His Word that you do. When David says in verse 2, He makes me lie down in green pastures, He leads me beside quiet waters, He's expressing how God wants to give you rest. God doesn't expect you to perform and constantly be producing. God wants you to rest and to lie down 
and to sleep. Verse 3 of Psalm 23, David penned the words, My heart loves. He refreshes my soul. God wants to heal your soul, and it's as you learn to rest in Him where the healing happens. Verse 4 of Psalm 23 is loaded with lessons, and I think the most important part is right at the beginning of that verse, when David says, Even though I walk through the darkest valley. Pay close attention to the words here. David said, Even though I walk through. It doesn't say that God is going to carry you the whole way. No, it doesn't say that you're going to get a piggyback from a strong friend. No, this verse says, Even though I walk through through the darkest valley. If you just keep walking through the worst circumstances in your life, God will get you through to your promised land. Psalm 137 verse 8 says, Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you preserve my life. Verse 4 continues with, I walk through the darkest valley. Or more literally could be translated, and in some versions it is, I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. In some translations, it also explains how it could be translated a valley of deep darkness. Have you ever experienced a valley of deep darkness? Well, I have, and know what it's like to face fear head on. David is describing for us a very difficult desert. Verse 4 also says, I will fear no evil. In Psalm 49, a psalm not written by David, but the sons of Korah, they echoed David's confidence in the face of trouble and wrote in verse 5, Why should I fear when evil days come? This seems illogical. I mean, why not fear when life is laying a beating on you? Well, verse 4 answers that question too. I fear no evil, for you are with me. God's presence is with you in the desert. Psalm 118 verses 4 to 6 sends the same message when it says, Let those who fear the Lord say, His love endures forever. When hard-pressed, I cried to the Lord. He brought me into a spacious place. The Lord is with me. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? The Lord is with me. He is my helper. I look in triumph on my enemies. The fact that God is with you, no matter where you go, should make a difference in your fear and hope levels. Revive Our Hearts with Nancy DeMoss Walgamuth is committed to calling women to freedom, fullness, and fruitfulness in Christ. As the author of over 20 books and leader of the True Woman Movement, Nancy has dedicated her life to introducing and guiding women through biblical womanhood. Revive Our Hearts with Nancy DeMoss Walgamuth, weekdays at 11.30 a.m., right here on Joy, hometown Christian radio for the GTA. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. My favorite poem is a pretty common one called Footprints. It describes a person walking on a beach with God. They see two sets of footprints in the sand, but at some points, the writer only sees one set of footprints in the sand, and it seems to be at the lowest points where they're struggling throughout their life and wrongly assume that it's in these times when God has abandoned them. 
Thankfully, they question God about this. And when God gives the explanation of how during your times of trial and suffering, when you see only one set of footprints, it was then that I carried you. Well, then our hearts are all hopeful again. I know that God expects you to keep walking during your desert trials, but there are times when you're just not able to walk, and it's then that God's presence carries you through until you can walk again. I know I've experienced this. When I was going through divorce and when my daughter had depression, there are many moments when I really don't remember how I got through. I know it's in these times that God carried me. He desires to do the same for you. The reality is that God can be with you in your deepest, darkest valley days if you invite him in, but he won't push his way in. The trouble is, all too often, you think that you can get through on your own, that you don't need God or anyone else, and you'll be able to figure it out on your own. It's like the lady I saw in that YouTube video of people getting stuck. Her bracelet had fallen off and into the toilet. (laughs) It was in the process of trying to get the bracelet that her watch got stuck and then her arm. Now, she was an EMT and knew that there was help out there, but the embarrassment of making that 911 call and her coworker showing up kept her stuck in the bathroom for a lot longer than she needed. Finally, she conceded and made the call for help, and it made it into a video for all of us to see. But if she never made that call, who knows how long she would have stayed stuck with her arm in the toilet. Are you ever like this lady? Your stubborn pride keeps you stuck because you're unwilling to admit that you need help? Ignoring the reality and trying to trudge through, but instead of traveling through your desert circumstance, you're doing nothing more than kicking up sand and getting stuck deeper and deeper. I'm taking part in a walk to raise money for ALS research. It's an illness that has become an enemy to my family because my wonderful brother-in-law, Colin McKenzie, was diagnosed in November of 2019 with this horrible disease. We're Team Tulak Ard, and that's a battle cry, meaning the high heel in Gaelic, and it's the McKenzie clan's battle cry. Our family is using it now in the fight against ALS. Faith has been an important, valued part. It's a tool that our family is using to get through this challenge. Colin's faith is so strong, and his favorite passage of Scripture is what has helped him to not get stuck in the sideline of self-pity. And if you guessed it, Psalm 23, you're right. In the ALS run page, Colin wrote out Psalm 23 and told how this passage provides encouragement for him in the fight against ALS. He said, it shows we can trust that no matter what challenges we face, faith gives the strength to get through it and live a loving and fulfilling life. I know Colin understands the next part of Psalm 24 verse 5 when it says, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Sadly, when some people hear the words rod and staff, it brings fear into their lives. But rod and staff are not items to hurt you, not to beat you with. God's rod and staff are there for your comfort, it says. They both speak of God's protection over your life. The shepherd's rod, it beats away the enemy. The staff pulls you in. Both are for your protection. 
The rod speaks of God's protection, but not God's deletion of your problems. Because unlike us, his are eternal and glorious plans that go beyond this world. David had to endure so much, and yet he was the one writing most of what I'm sharing with you today. David could endure desert circumstances in life because he knew God. Colin is enduring because he knows God. I haven't experienced miraculous delivery from all of my problems. In fact, I've had to travel through a lot of deserts, and maybe you've experienced the same. Joan, a member in the Soul H2O Splash Group, shared her favorite verse with us the other day from Zephaniah 3.17. The Lord your God is in your midst, a mighty warrior who gives victory. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will renew you in his love. He will exult over you with loud singing. And that's because when David said, you anoint my head with oil, It's meaning that God has a plan and a purpose for your life that he wants you to fulfill. And that's why we need you to travel through. Sadly, going through desert type circumstances is par for the course in this life. If 2020 and 2021 have taught you nothing else, I think you've learned that life is full of tough times. Sadly, a trip to the desert is not a one-and-done event. This world gives you ample opportunity to travel the desert road, so I think it's important to learn how to travel through the desert. I encourage you to check out my brand new Traveling Through the Desert with You online course. I'm excited to be launching this to the world at this time when people need it so much. This program uses my first book, Water in the Desert, as a guide, and this book has helped thousands of women get through difficult circumstances. But I know that sometimes you need more than a book. I've been traveling around for years, sharing parts of this message and briefly teaching the main principles of my book in Bible studies, at retreats, conferences, and last year I was able to teach it online to over 200 women through the Soul H2O Splash Group that we started during the COVID lockdowns. I've packaged video and audio podcast style teachings to help you not feel all alone. You can learn from the journey God's brought me through and continues to lead me through. This course is jam-packed with resources for you and comes with lots of bonuses. I also know that some people will want more connection with me and the Soul H2O team to help you not get stuck in the desert of your past or present circumstances. So I've made coaching an option with this course. You can choose a guided tour with bi-monthly group coaching calls to pray with you and help guide you through those difficult times, and also to help you as you become more refreshed to plan for the great future God has destined for you. You can also schedule private one-on-one coaching sessions with a fast pass, getting you to the head of the line with me to set your course at the beginning and to map out your future when you're done the course. Traveling the desert road, you can reach your destination refreshed and rehydrated, ready to let those streams of living water flow out of you to others. 
discounts for the launch celebrations won't last long. So make sure to follow me on social media this week to stay encouraged. Find out what deals are and check out the course right away. From all of us here at Joy Radio, we're so glad you joined us for Episode 70 of the Soul H2O Radio and Podcast Show. Make sure to check out the show notes for deeper insights and information about the Traveling Through the Desert with You online course. Until next week, I'm praying you stay blessed and refreshed. We appreciate your support to help Soul H2O Ministries continue and want to thank all of you who partner with us in making this Joy Radio show a reality so people can come and get refreshed. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world.